Good morning. Y'all hear me okay? It's good to see each and every one of you this morning. Um, just wanted to give you an update. We do have merge coming up this week, weather permitting. That is kind of the biggest obstacle that we have right now to get through is checking on the weather. Uh, we have a house for the girls. The boys will be here. Um, food's taken care of. We got a bin out there, if you've seen it, full of snacks. Uh, feeding 22 teenagers is a chore, but thankfully we have uh, several of the ladies in the church that's helped us with snacks and is going to help. So the only thing that I think we still need at this point is uh, some air mattresses. If you have an extra one you'd be willing to drop off, we will make sure it gets back to you. Just put your name on it, and uh, we'll take care. We'll make sure they're not wrestling on it and body slamming each other on it. We'll, we'll take care of it. Um, but it would be nice to have a place to sleep instead of on the floor of the carpet. So um, that's just the update for now. I think we have 22 kids from our church that are coming to merge. Uh, First Baptist and Maple Grove, there's an, about another 40 from there. So we should have 60 to 70 kids at this point, weather permitting. Uh, it's going to be a good event. We were really hesitant to see how it would work out with COVID and everything else this year. Um, but we are looking forward to it. I think God's got something in store uh, if we can just get through the weather part of it. So at this time, um, I guess we're going to pray. And so if you guys will stand, go ahead and get you up out of your seat. You can stand for a minute, Tony. It ain't going to hurt you. We can pray here. That's right. All right. Dearly Father, Lord, uh, thank you for this day. Thank you for the many blessings that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to come into your house and to worship you. Uh, Lord, help, help focus our hearts and our minds on that, that we're here to worship and glorify you in all that we do. Uh, Lord, as the praise band comes and Brother Daryl comes, I just pray that you will be with them, lead them, and let, us, let them lead us uh, in just worshiping you, loving you, in all that we do here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. been held by the Savior. I felt far from above. I've been down to the river. I ain't the same, a prodigal return. to prison I've worn shackles and chains Yeah. 
just break a man Break him down to his knees God, I've been broken more than a time or two Yes, Lord Then he picked me up and showed me what it means to be a man Come on and sing All my hope is in Jesus And thank God my yesterday's gone And all my sins are forgiven Yeah Oh, I've been washed by the blood And all my hope is in Jesus. And thank God my yesterday's gone. And all my sins are forgiven. Yeah. I spin in vanity Carrying not my Lord was crucified Knowing not it was for me He died Calvary My God's word at last guilty soul imploring turn to Calvary there your mercy and your grace was free there your pardon multiplied to me there my burden soul found liberty and Calvary I've given Jesus everything And now I gladly know Him as my King And now my raptured soul can only sing of Calvary Yeah, yeah And there your mercy and your grace was free your pardon multiplied to me. There my burden so found liberty at Calvary. Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. 
the grace that brought it down to me And oh, the mighty gulf that God did spin at Calvary Your mercy and your grace was free. There your pardon multiplied to me. There my burden so found liberty at Calvary. There your mercy and your grace was free. There your pardon Multiply to me. There, my burden so found liberty at Calvary. There, my burden so found liberty at Calvary. Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure, that he should give his only son, and make a wretch his treasure. How great the pain turns his face away has wounds which mother chosen one bring many sons to On his shoulder, ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there, until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is in anything my gifts no power no wisdom but I will boast in Jesus Christ his death and resurrection why should I gain from his reward I cannot give an answer but this I know is 
have paid my ransom why should i gain from his reward i cannot give an answer but this i know with all my heart his wounds have paid my ransom Tony Bird, come on up here and help me out. I want to ask you to pray, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. I don't want no one to pray. Yeah. I want you to hang on to that. We'll just give us, let's do this a little differently. We're not going to rush through it. So we've got to, got to turn it on. There you go. All right. We're going to pray. Uh, Let's do this. Go ahead and turn in your Bible, Hebrews chapter 9. We'll do that, then we'll get ready to pray. We're going to have prayer at the end of the service, uh, and we're going to do that a little differently too. And uh, this is a spur of the moment right here. What I want to do is sometimes at the end of the service, you know, when the... When the uh, when, when the live stream is stopped, no one can see and hear and, and all that, we'll, we'll talk about needs and things like that. We're not going to do that right now, but what I want to do is, is simply a show, a show of hands. Okay, don't do that yet. Um, and I want T Tony to watch this, see this, and just kind of look. So what I'm going to ask you to do here in a minute is to raise your hand. No, we're not going to say anything. Just raise your hand if you have a burden for someone or something going on in your life or someone else's life. You don't need to necessarily talk about it, but it's happening. And you just have a burden this morning, right now, for someone else, something going on in someone else's life or going on in your life. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand and hold it up. Don't let it down yet. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand the whole time. Raise, raise your hand and let Tony see it. And uh, this is what we have to pray for, pray about. Okay. All right. Let's bow our heads. Let's go to the Lord in the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today, we just want to stop and put the, the, the world outside of these walls just for, just for a little while. Father, we, we want to just rest in your peace, uh, the peace that only you can provide. Father, as, uh, as I looked upon the crowd, there was a lot of hands raised. Father, there is a lot going on in our world today, a lot going on in our lives. Um, sometimes it feels overwhelming to us. We, uh, the burning, the pain, uh, the unknowing, uh, it's, just, it's just too much for us. Uh, but Father, we know that you are there. We know that you are amongst all of our troubles, um, that at any point, all we have to do is turn to you for your comfort and your love and your mercy. 
Um, and I don't know why it's so on my heart lately, Father, but your grace, Father, the grace that only you can provide that, that saves us from ourselves. Father, we're so thankful that you sent Jesus Christ, our Savior, to die on a cross for our sins. For the, He took the place that we should have been. But Father, we're, we're so thankful that we now have that new covenant with you uh, through Jesus Christ that we can come to you at any time, at any place, during any trouble, and in the good times. Sometimes we forget about that. But Father, we know that you are there uh, with us. You are walking alongside us. Um, and Father, if, if we will get out of your way, you will provide uh, everything that we need to, to get through these, these storms of life, as we call them. Father, we thank you so much for being the mighty, awesome God that you are. We pray for Brother Daryl as he brings your message here. Uh, that the words that he speaks uh, are from you and that they will um, help us get through whatever these things that are going on in our lives. Father, again, we just thank you for loving us. We love you so much. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just sit down on the front row. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. If you have your Bible, we're at Hebrews chapter 9. We've been going through the book of Hebrews on Sunday. We're going to catch... Again, verse 22, we read it last week, but we'll read that verse and then finish on through uh, verse 28 at the end of the chapter. Before I read it, just say this ahead of time instead of after, there's going to be a section kind of in the middle of this text we're going to read, a section about, uh, and the writer says this a few times, he says it here, I don't have much explanation. He talks about the temple and the tabernacle that was built, that the Israelites built uh, according to the pattern that God gave them. We talked about that some last week. You know, there was this court and this court and then this court and the, and the, uh, the veil and the tables and, 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 and that. That was made exactly the way God said to make it, and he had a pattern in mind. And apparently, it seems, as you read through Scripture, and it's going to seem, it, seem that way here, there's something like that in heaven. It's not plain, it's not clear, but it seems like, apparently so, that God told Moses and the Israelites, build this tabernacle, and then eventually uh, kings would build the temple, and it's according to a pattern of something in heaven. That's all I know. I don't know any more than that. I don't know when, when we get there if we're going to see it like that. But I think that's what he's referring to here. He doesn't explain it. And since he doesn't explain it, I can't explain it any, any further than that. So when you hear the writer talk about that, apparently, in my mind, that's what that means. There's something in heaven that's going to look similar to this. We know this, that the Ark of the Covenant is in heaven now it isn't here you can search all 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 over despite uh despite the raiders of the lost ark you know the ark is not here john in the book of the Re revelation saw it in heaven so apparently it's already there and it's it's kind of sparks my curiosity i hadn't even planned to do this but it sparks my curiosity that 
that maybe the Ark of the Covenant is sitting right where it would in heaven where it would have on, on earth. Anyway, that's, that's an interesting thought. Hebrews 9.22, I caught this last week. We'll read it one more time. And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. There's no remission of sin. Therefore, so, it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with, with blood, of, blood of another, or blood of sheep and goats. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once, at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Here's a famous verse out of Hebrews 9. We hear it a lot. We use it a lot. And it is appointed for men. That's all of us. It's appointed for people to die once. But after this, the judgment. So Christ, and I, that's what I'm going to key in on is verse, verse 27. Verse 28 is a great verse. I'm not going to key in on it. I might do that next week, but there's a whole lot in verse 28. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time. Isn't that a great line? To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time, apart from sin, for salvation. But anyway, I want to concentrate on verse 27 that that popular scripture, it's appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. I'm going to use, just for this, this sermon's sake, I'm going to use the word heaven more than judgment. It's the same thing. There's an eternal home. There's a, there is eternity after this place. For those of us who are in Christ, that's kind of the reason I want to change it to, change it to heaven instead of instead of instead of judgment I don't mean that there's not going to be be judgment I just want to talk about heaven more so for for us who are in Christ heaven is what we have to have to look forward to it's appointed unto us important unto all of us to die and after this heaven for those of us who are in Christ an appointed time and I just want to look at a couple of scriptures uh, about that and then we'll move on I'm going to go through the first part rather quickly there is an outline of this on the back side of your announcements uh, and appointed time so there's this a time waiting for us appointed time when we will we will die I know uh, people don't like to hear that they don't like to think about that but I'm going to ask you to think about that this morning I want you to leave the Lord's house thinking about that, thinking about it a lot. And then I'm going to ask you to think about it every day, that there is an appointed time. And I brought this out a lot, this thought right here that I'm going to say is nothing new. If there's appointed time, then that means time is not open-ended, right? 
that there's an ending point. And so since there's an ending point, we really say it mistakenly when we say that today is one more day. It's really not one more day, is it? It would be one more day if time for us was open-ended, but it isn't. Since time for us is closed, there's an appointed time when, we, when time for us will end. Since time for us is closed, that means that today is what? One less day. This is one less day. It's not one more day. Okay? So I have one less day. How am I going to spend today? Because it's one less day. Tomorrow will be one less day. How am I going to spend it? I want you to think about it, and I want you to think about it every day. Okay? And a, and a point in time, a couple of scriptures, because he has appointed, it's the book of Acts, because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He's given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. He's appointed a day where he will judge us. And that day will not be changed. It's an appointed day. It's a set time. The book of Job, chapter 14, verse 5. Since his day, talking about us, since his days are determined, the number of his months is with you. Job talking to God. You have appointed his limits so that he cannot pass. He cannot go, we cannot go past the limit God has set for us. So there is an appointed time. The next uh, line or phrase, God isn't going to give you more than your appointed time. Your time is right now. We might pray, God, give me more time. No, this is it. This is it. Your more time is right now. He's not going to give you more than your appointed time. Your time is right now. And I'm not going to get into... You know, boy, I, w I wish I knew. I'm, I'm glad I don't know, okay? And, but I do know that my time is appointed, that there's a limit, and that I have one less day. And so what's that mean for me? That I need to be doing everything I can to make the most. This makes, uh, because there's appointed time, because time has an ending, because it's closed, so to speak, that makes it what? Precious. Precious. See, if there's a whole lot of something... If there's kind of an endless amount of something, that's not worth as much. But when you know there's just a limited amount of something, how precious. And then the smaller that amount gets, how precious that becomes. So time is one of the most precious things that we have. If you're looking at your outline, the next one. So... We're going to do this. We're going to say, let heaven affect you, and then spend the rest of your time affecting he heaven. But the first one is this, let heaven affect you as much as possible. So what I'm asking you to do is think about that. Nothing I've said that you haven't heard bef before. We've talked about this often, and we will talk about this often because it's so important to talk about this, about how precious time is and that... And that uh, we need to be doing, doing eternal things while we're here. We don't have much time left. Let heaven affect you as much as possible. So, what, so today we're thinking about it, but tomorrow I want you to think about it. Tomorrow's one less day. What am I going to do with it? What am I going to do with this, this very limited amount of time that I've got? What am I doing with it? What am I doing with this very limited amount of time that I've got? Now, I didn't put in, this in your notes, 
but I want to say it. I'm going to probably say it several times because I want this to ring in your head. I want you to start saying to yourself, I, <clears throat> I don't have time for that, or I don't have time for, for this. I want you to look at everything that you come across, every opportunity, everything you're doing, and I want you to start sifting out the unimportant. Sifting out that's, that stuff that doesn't matter. We're going to talk about that some more. But start sifting out uh, because we can't do it all. We don't have time for it all. But not only that, I, I don't want to concentrate on the fact just the fact that you're busy. It's more than that. So I don't want you to just, I don't want that to be the issue. Well, I'm busy, so I don't have time for it all. I get that, and it's not that that's wrong, but that's not really what this is. What this is, is I want to do the most important thing while I've got time, because I don't have a lot of time. So I'm going to stop doing things that don't matter. And so I'm going to start saying to myself, I don't have time for that as things come, come along, things come my way, as opportunities present themselves or things that I'm doing. I'm going to stop that because I don't have time for that. And so I'm going to start sorting everything that comes through to me, everything that comes through me, and I'm going to start sorting that out and saying with some things, I don't have time for that. A person uh, real re recently, this will help me go on to the next thing, a person real recently was talking to me about all their things. And this person was one of those people who really likes to talk. Okay, really likes to talk. So they were talking, but, but what they were talking about was just all their things and all their stuff. And then how to get more things and how to get better stuff. And you know what I was thinking while they were, talk were, while they were talk talking? Because that's all they wanted to talk about was things and stuff. So what was I thinking while they were doing that? I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. If you want to talk to me about your things, if that's all you want to talk about, and if you want to talk to me about getting more things and better things, I don't have time for that. I'm going to tell you that. I don't have time for that. Why? I'm, I'm just like you. I've only got a certain amount of time. And I'm serious about this. I'm going to do the most important thing while I'm here and while, while I can. And I can't do it all. And so I've got to start sorting things out. And there's just some things I don't have time for. And so this afternoon, it could be that you're going to run across some things and you're going to have to say in your head, you know what, I can't do it all. I don't have time for it all. So I'm going to do the most important thing. And I don't have time for that. I don't have time for gossip. I don't have time for complaining. I don't have time for talking about your things and your stuff. I don't have time. I've got time for eternal things. There's appointed unto man once to die, and then heaven is after that. I've got time for that. Okay. So, but I'm going to use that to move on to the next thing. So what I'm going to ask you to do is, uh, is let heaven affect you as much as possible. So here's what we do with our time. 
Spend the rest of the time you have affecting heaven as much as possible. That becomes the most important thing. Affecting heaven as much as possible. So, let me go back to the things. Doesn't, I mean, I don't care what religion you are or no religion at all. I don't care. All of us know that it is appointed unto man once to die. Whether you're a Christian or not, whether you believe the Bible or not, you do understand, right, all of us are going to die. And you do understand, right, that we don't take anything with us. Okay? I mean, everybody gets that. It doesn't, that's not even, not even a spiritual thing. It's just, a, it's just a logistical thing that we don't take anything with us. So if that's not important, which it's not, then people become the issue. And so spend the rest of the time you have affecting heaven as much as possible. Affecting who goes. Affecting who gets to go. Affecting them through Jesus Christ. How can I, what can I do? How can I affect people as much as I can? What kind of effect, what kind of impression, what kind of influence can I have? How can I influence them, affect them for heaven? Affecting heaven as much as I possibly can. Now I'm going to read this, and uh, this may seem to the person that I was talking to that I thought, I just don't have time for this. This may seem all, almost cruel, but I want to say this exactly like I wrote it down in my notes. Things, things are a complete waste of precious time. And many of you don't want to hear that. But things... Well, what are things? You know that. <laughs> things. Anything that's not a person is a thing. Things are a complete waste of precious time unless those things are used to affect people. I just, I need you to think about that. I need that to go in your head. I need you to think about that right now, this afternoon, and tomorrow, and the next day, as you're saying to yourself, you know what, I don't have time for that. Because I've only got so much time, and I want to make the most of my time, and so I'm going to, I'm going to let that affect me, and I want to affect heaven as much as possible. So I'm going to do everything I can to influence and affect and help and help people get there. Help people get there. Whatever that means, whatever it takes. And you're going to have to find out how God can use you. I kind of know a little bit how God wants, wants to use me, but I'm finding out new things almost every day. And so you're going to have to find out how can God use me? What can God do with me? How can God use the time that I've got to affect people for heaven just as much as I possibly can. Because all this time I'm spending trying to acquire and get new and get big, bigger and better is just a complete 
waste of precious time. Okay, now I want to encourage you a little bit and try to keep you on track. I'm going to shift gears here a little bit. Uh, Revelation 12, 12. Now, we have an adversary who's just as concerned about time as we are. Revelation 12 is about the best chapter in the Bible that I know of that talks about Satan and what Satan's doing and, and his plan. And uh, so here we are, Revelation 12, 12. Uh, Matt, did I have that on there? Yeah, there, there you go. I want to, I want to talk about uh, Satan and his amount of time, lack of time. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. That's us. Okay? That's us. Woe to the inhabitants of the, sea and the, of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you. Right? Yep. He sure has. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath. He's very mad because he knows that he has a short time. Now, what I'm talking to you about is doing everything you can because the time is short. What I'm talking to you about is affecting people as much as you can while you have time because things don't matter. But the devil's doing the same thing, isn't he? The devil believes what I'm preaching. <laughs> He knows that he has a short time. Now, he doesn't know when that appointed time is, but he knows that he has one, and he knows that his time is short. He knows that he doesn't have an open-ended amount of time, and so he's as angry as he can be, and who's he angry at? You and me. And while I am talking to you about affecting heaven as much as you can, what's he doing? He's trying to affect hell as much as he possibly can. I'm going to try to encourage you here, and I'm going to try, I, I, I want you to leave the Lord's house this morning with determination that you're not going to give up because he's not. Satan has this determination that he's going to affect hell as much as he can, which, in that sense, affects heaven, Right? So what's that mean? He's trying to take as many people to hell with him as he possibly can, and he knows that his time is short. So he's doing everything that he can to take as many people to hell with him as he possibly can, and the, the closer the time gets, I have a feeling, the angrier that he gets. Now, uh, his determination and defeat are tied together. Now, he knows his defeat is coming soon, so, and that only increases his determination. He has great wrath because he knows the time is short. And so he's doing in opposite of what I'm asking you to do is get determined because the time is short, but I'm asking you to affect heaven in a positive way because I know that the devil's affecting heaven in a negative way. I already know that. Sometimes because we try hard and maybe we know the time is short and we're trying hard, we tend to just give up. Oh, well, what's the use? The devil doesn't do that, ever. 
In fact, it has the opposite effect on him. Because he knows that a time is short, it increases his determination. He's not going to give up. He's not going to quit. And I think the closer the time gets, the harder he's trying. Okay? What I'm asking you to do is that in reverse and the positive end. Monday, Monday, I was driving around praying, thinking, praying, looking. What can we do? What can I do? What can we do as a church? Who can we reach? What can we do? Driving around, praying, think, thinking, and, uh, you know, just trying to dream, think, pray, look, dream. What can we do? What can I do? Who can we reach? It has nothing to do with things. It has to do with people. Who can we, how can we affect he- heaven? And I drove around, and I, every, everywhere I went, everyone I met, that was on my mind. How can I, what can I do? What can we do? What, drink, dreaming and praying. And everywhere I went, there was discouragement. There was discouragement. Everywhere I went, it looked like, well, that's going to be so hard to do that. And trying to start something here would just seem so discouraging. I didn't find one encouraging sign. And it made me just want to throw up my hands and say, well, why even try? And then that, that scripture came to mind. You know what? Satan's not throwing up his hands. He's, he's not saying that. He's trying even that much harder. And I knew on that day, as I was praying and looking and seeking and dreaming of what God might do and what might, God might do through us, I, know that I knew that Satan was trying that much harder on me. Listen to me. Because you're praying, do you think the devil's going to give up? Because you're sincere. Do you think Satan's going to quit? Because you really started praying. See, I, th- I think we get in our head that if I really start praying, if I really get serious about this, the devil's going to back off. If I really get sincere... If I really am, am able to bolster my faith, if I can increase my faith, then Satan's going to back off and it will get easier. No. 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 It does not work like that, and the Bible does not bear that out. The closer the time gets, the angrier Satan's is gets the more upset with you that he gets and nowhere does the scripture say that he finally just sees how sincere you are he sees how much you're praying and he just throws up his hands and say all right the the you know those people are praying now they're they're sincere now those people are really trying hard i'm just going to give up the devil never does that and so neither do we okay Neither do we. So the devil's not just going to quit because you're praying. The devil's not going to quit just because you're trying more. But we don't quit. And so we have a determination. We're going to affect heaven as much as we possibly can, no matter what Satan does, 
no matter how angry that he is, no matter what tricks he pulls, no matter how much discouragement he brings our, our, our way, no matter what Satan does, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue. So I looked at every, everywhere I went, everything I looked at, everyone I talked to on Monday and all the discouragement I got and I just ready to quit and I said you know what I can't do that I can't do that. I, I can't quit just because it's hard I can't quit just because there's discouragement along the way Satan's not going to quit and neither am I and so I continue to pray continue to seek because that's the struggle we're in and that's the struggle it's going to be. Look, we're not just going to pray for a little while. We're going to pray for the rest of our life. We're not going to be determined for a little while. We're going to be determined for the rest of our life. We're trying to affect heaven as much as we can in this amount of time that we have left. So I'm going to stay in the fight because that's what it's going to be for the rest of my life. I want to spend my time reaching as many of you as I possibly can. I'm not going to concentrate on things and I'm going to start weeding things out. I, you know what? I, I don't have time for that. I'm trying to affect, affect as many people as I possibly can while there's still time. What I'm going to ask you to do is not give up the fight because it is a fight. I'm going to ask you to, to, uh, to be even that much more determined because you know that your foe is He's, he's not going to quit, and neither are we. We're going to go into our prayer time. I'm going to ask our musicians to come, and I'm going to ask the congregation to stand. And I think the... Uh, the three knotheads uh, are going to do... Okay. They're going to do their rendition of Amazing Grace. Um, this is Amazing Grace with soul. With soul. While they play Amazing Grace with soul, uh, I'm not, guys, don't, don't start yet. Give me, give me a minute here. I'm, I'm going to ask you to bow your head. They're going to play Amazing Grace with soul. They're going to put everything they have if 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 you've ever heard them play amazing grace they put everything they've got in into this song i want you to put everything you've got into affecting heaven as much as you possibly can while there's time left you've only got a little bit of time left i want you to start thinking about there's just so many things you don't have time for you know because you're just wasting your time on it you're wasting precious time but there are some things that are very precious and that's in people and affecting heaven through people as much as you possibly can while there's time left and I know you've been praying I'm going to ask you to pray more I know you've been trying I'm going to ask you to try more I'm going to ask you to pray and try and keep at it for the rest of your life this amount of precious time that you've got left. If you need to come to an altar and pray about anything, if you need to come and pray about anyone, if you need to come to an altar and pray and not give up the fight, 
but continue in it and say, I'm not giving up until I die. I'm not giving up until I die. And then heaven is next. So if you need to come and pray and just talk to Jesus about anything, if you need to come and pray and talk to Jesus about anyone, I'm asking you to stay in there and pray. While they play, if you need to come and pray, we invite you to come. <laughs>